0: processes and find the right professionals to work with. In fact, everything that will enable you to become a successful property solopreneur. So welcome to the episode. Today, I'm going to be talking to my old friend, Susie Cole from The Good Property Company. Now, one of the reasons I wanted to talk to her, I know it's my first guest, so you will have to forgive any errors as we go. But one of the reasons I wanted to talk to her was that she's one of the few people who wrote a plan and has delivered it. Right from the start, she knew what she wanted to achieve from property. And one of it was financial freedom and time freedom. And she really has delivered on that. And that's why she's going to talk to us today, because she hasn't just gone on doing the same old thing. She's done many, many different things. And interestingly, you've actually delivered on the non-property part of your life as well. And that's what we're going to talk about. What has it meant for you, this whole
1: property malarkey? Oh, I'm so grateful. It's a lot of joy. But the current practical situation means I've got the time freedom, as you say, the financial freedom and the location freedom. And I live half my life in the UK, in Bristol, and half my life in Barcelona, where I have a home near the beach, near the sea, right in, in Barcelona. And that is joyful. And if I'm not right in thinking, that was a birthday present to
0: yourself on a whim, wasn't it?
1: Yes. Now, it was part of my longer term plan. I'd always written that I wanted an apartment in Barcelona because I used to live there when I was 18. But it wasn't necessarily that year's plan. I woke up on the morning of my birthday, having spent the time, the weekend with my son there and went, I think I'm going to buy an apartment. And about two hours later, I would agreed to buy one. And it was the classic 1920s Art Deco, Nine Minutes from the Sea. It was exactly what I was looking for. But you see, we all dream of that. But you, you were able
0: to do that because you knew that the money was there. Yes,
1: yes. So, so all you had money. to do was, all you had to do was a bit of shopping. Yes, which I enjoyed <laughs> quite a lot. Buying, buying po- property in Spain is quite different to the UK. That's a gift, and you delay the gratification for the first few years, and then the gratification comes. And yes, you buy yourself a, an apartment in Barcelona for your birthday. Why not?
0: And then, of course, the other thing is, this is the first time you had been able to just go, it's my dream home. Uh, It doesn't have to be in any way practical. I'm starting from scratch. I'm just going shopping everywhere for all the bits and pieces I want, from
1: wherever you want. Yes, and that was great fun. You know the vintage yards in Barcelona. Everything I, I, I installed—sort uh, of 150-year-old doors. All, all of that. You know, a clawfoot bath. You know, all of that kind of good stuff. You know, so I really got got to bring out my creative side. But property was the reason that, that all worked because there's a portfolio there. It's been built up. It's relatively low loan to value. It's very efficient and easy to manage now. So it gave me the time to enjoy a renovation in Spain, which is maybe not the most efficient country in the world to, to renovate properties.
0: Yes. And interestingly, this has got, it's only got its resale value, hasn't it? Because unlike anything else you've done in property, you didn't treat it as a deal. This was definitely something in the heart. You were, you know, it was what you wanted. Whereas every other time, and how many millions of pounds
1: worth of property have you bought? We sourced 45 million pounds worth of property that was um, at an agreed purchase price of 30 million quid. A lot of those were done as joint ventures or source deals sold on to third parties to raise the money to build my own property portfolio. But I was always the biggest buyer of my own company.
0: And you always, always made sure that every deal stacked. Oh, 100%.
1: And that's what you didn't do with your flat. And so that
0: is definitely when you know you've made it. Because you break every rule and
1: property known to man. Yes. My only very tiny justification. No, there is no justification. It's nine minutes from the beach. I love Barcelona. I want to speak more Spanish. I love salsa dancing. I enjoy beach yoga and I go to the beach every day to sit and enjoy myself. It is an up and coming area. So I did have that in the back of my mind. And um, when I last went out, which was a month ago, I spotted another deal. Whoops. (laughs) Absolutely. Which will, you know,
0: that starts the next portfolio. But yeah. Property has meant so much for you because yes. when you started in property, you didn't start off as a you know
1: a rich person, did you? No, you had no. a real job. I had a real job. I had two young children, and I was the there was one parent in the house, not two. So my responsibilities were to, to were, were significantly doubled. I had lots more hugs and love, but I also had double the responsibility. So there was quite I was quite stretched for time, and I was very stretched for money. And I intended to only buy my own property. So for anybody listening, if you haven't got started straight away, I spent a year writing a business plan and then 18 months doing property and a full-time job. And I was very tired. So I sort of didn't really get going, if you like, for two and a half years. Although after the first year of writing the business plan, I did start. And I've always had business plans since. In fact, later on today, you and I are going to continue to talk about them. And they've always been very visible. So my current business plan, including the an apartment in Barcelona is inside my wardrobe. So when I go and get changed every day, uh, I can see my business plan. I did create that plan. I did identify what the end goal was going to be, which actually was a lot less than I've ended up with because I couldn't see it was possible to get further than that at the time. Yeah,
0: that's one of the interesting things, isn't it? That if you had written down on paper, I'm going to buy £40 million worth of property, Mm. most people would have turned around and gone, what an, Arrogant woman. I mean, who does she <laughs> think she is? She's not a property professional. She's not an estate agent. You know What does she know about property? Um, well, you knew when I was a newbie. I did. I yeah. <laughs> yes. As the Bucks Property Meet, you know, John and I gave you one of your first speaking gigs. And I do remember you going on stage, so to speak, and going, I'm going to buy 60 properties this year, yeah. which intrigued us all because you very rarely meet someone who does make,
1: frankly, such a silly statement. Um, I was very annoyed with myself because we only did 43, which is okay. But I still remained irritated myself that we only did 43. But yeah, my target was sixty, and I was making it public. So I had to follow through because I've said to somebody, I'm going to do it. So I can't look stupid now. No, but the
0: interesting thing was, and of course, So much of this is not visible to the outside world. So I knew you very well. And so I wasn't surprised when after a set number of years, you said, I don't need to source anymore. I've achieved what I've needed to do in there. So I'm moving on to the next part of my company. And when you would achieved that, you close that down and you opened up another bit. And from the outside, people go, ooh, no, no, we don't like that because she's changed what she does. And that's not what we know her for. But of course, we've all got to remember as, because you started as a solopreneur. I know you became an empire builder, but you started as a solopreneur is very much, you have to achieve what is on your plan. And if that means pivoting and changing, well, it's not nobody else's business, is it?
1: No. And also property is for all of us, it's freedom. So the freedom is to live your life the way you see fit within the responsibilities and boundaries that you've got, you know, responsibilities to other than having to pay your bills and all the rest of it. So just because I was a deal source and we were a very good deal source and we were providing superb deals and we had customers, doesn't mean to say we're obligated to continue to provide that service beyond the timescale that we decided to make that service available. So deal packaging, deal sourcing was a brilliant route to revenue early days when I didn't have much money. It was great to work with investors. I enjoyed the great majority of the work you know there was a the odd moment of course but I'm not obligated to stay stuck in a pigeonhole because somebody else has a perception of me and joint ventures were similar and I, you know this morning I had an email in saying hey I want to flip with you never met the person I'm no longer accepting cash investment because I don't need it anymore so yes and of course that is the funny thing about property is that when you
0: start you have to set your stage out and put your flags up when you finish you don't take them all in no you don't make a huge announcement to the world going right that's it all done i don't need any more investment go and try someone else so yeah. people find you because social media and youtube and podcasts all these things they they hang around for a while so people will find you and not realize that you have closed your shop for a while and that's always
1: very surprising to them again why would you stop Because it's life, because it's life, because ultimately I'm now back to being a solo entrepreneur, but one with a really super portfolio sitting underneath me And because I want to live life and I think life is super enjoyable. So I'm taking a lengthy sabbatical right now and I'll be doing some travel. I'll still be doing some business. I still love doing the online. I do some masterclasses and I do online education because I love creating that kind of thing. But I always think that our lives should lead our work and our work shouldn't lead our lives, even though I've loved the work I've done in property. um, Life leads. And that's the wonderful thing about being a property solo entrepreneur, quite frankly. Uh, And it may well be I go build another empire because it's really good fun. But right now I am loving the simplicity of it all.
0: Yes. And I think, uh, you know, I've talked about being an empire builder and a solopreneur. And I did say, you know, there are many, because of covid many people's businesses did change yeah. um, and they became back being a solopreneur because very few people wake up in the morning and think, you know, I'm going to sketch out a, a you know, a company with t- 20 employees or whatever. In it, you start small and you grow. But because of COVID, you've got many people like you have gone back to being a solopreneur. Now there are some who will remain solo. Yeah. And there are others like you've just indicated who, if the uh, the mood took you, you may well build another empire because that's you're good at that and that's what you're fun at. But already having that first really successful property portfolio and property business behind you basically means that for the rest of your life, you can do what you want. Correct.
1: And that is fact. As long as I don't go crazy and decide to buy every diamond in the world. That is absolute fact. I can do whatever. With reference to that, you'll have to stop going shopping with me. But (laughs) yes, (laughs) Yes, we have done a few of those, haven't we? We Um, have. but, But what's fascinating about a building up an empire, if you like, and then deciding to not scale back is... As I grew and developed, I really enjoyed working with people in property and I saw the successful people and I tried to embody as much of that success as possible and and replicate what they were doing where it was appropriate to me. I've also seen where people have made real mistakes or things that I thought, hang on, that's not working. And I've definitely seen people entrap themselves with a property portfolio or with a business. So what they've really done is change one job for another job. Now, that's wonderful if that is precisely your hobby and that's what you want to do for the rest of your life. For me, I find every aspect of property interesting, but it's not my only hobby. It is super fantastic to talk about it and to deliver on it. And I love doing it. But there are so many other things in life that are also interesting. And one of the mistakes I've seen people do in the past is forget that there is life above and beyond property because property is so intriguing and so fascinating.
0: Yes. And and the fact is that, you know we don't stay the age we are when we started the business although we look at you and i we look at of course we do yes of course we do but you know there are your own families grow age everything changes and you've got to have time to have fun and basically do all those things that you go gosh they're having a nice time i'd like to do that and normally most of us can't do that because we just don't have the money When did you suddenly realise in
1: your whole journey that you were getting near that spot? It was when I started around about September time. September, October, November is when I do my planning for the following year. And it was when I shifted from putting work first to life first. And part of that was wanting to be with my parents more. I still have both of them and I really love being with them. And we meet up every six weeks normally outside of COVID. And I started to put uh, the big boulders, if you like, in my calendar first. So I put the times that I'm going to meet up. And we always did city breaks. It was great fun. Meet up with my family. I then put in fairly lengthy holidays, you know, six, eight weeks holidays that traveling around the world, India, Vietnam, Cambodia, Laos, New York, all of that kind of stuff. And it was, let's put the work around that, not in front of that. Now, you can't do that in a day job. You can do that as a property entrepreneur. And it was then when I started turning left in aeroplanes instead of right, and I was paying for those myself, that I started to really realise, looking over the, my shoulder going, blimey, it happened. So property will logically give you financial freedom if you follow the processes and steps to get there. We know that. So I'm here to encourage you that it will work for you too if you put the work in in the early
0: days. Yes. The other thing, is, of course, is that there were some people who will look at the amount of property that you own. I'd just go, I could never own all of that, you know, it'd be too stressful, but you put building blocks in place, which we'll talk about in another edition, but it means that you know perfectly well that when you get to the end of your life, you can hand on to the next generation, something yes. that's really sustainable and has been paid for and is not a burden to anyone else. This was your project and you delivered on it.
1: Yes yes and it's neat it's tidy it's easy to manage it's simple and it's not all encompassing it's not taking me 10 hours a day it certainly took 10 hours a day to build minimum 10 12 you know etc etc but it doesn't now and so i think sometimes it's having the i don't know if you'd call it strength of character but having the moment where you switch from what was i doing this for hang on what was the original dream you know yeah. and for me one of the original dreams and please don't laugh was to go around the world and salsa dance I don't even know how to salsa dance. I just wanted to learn in four different locations, you know, Miami, South America, Spain, and somewhere in Africa. I just wanted to learn different styles of dancing. Why not have a sabbatical three months each? Now that might not be your cup of tea, but I just thought it'd be a really fun thing to do. And I love the notion of sabbaticals every seven years because I think it refreshes you, it it rebuilds you. And if you can pay for a really luxurious sabbatical every seven years, which is a year sabbatical, how joyful is that in life? And property does that absolutely and i
0: remember when you went to the olympics in rio yes that was a that was quite a big because your friend was competing and everything and you went out there as a group of friends yes but again that is not possible for most people but all your friends were entrepreneurs
1: they were all entrepreneurs uh, we were dancing on copacabana beach at nighttime. I was with a bunch of guys. I was the only girl. So they were very much enjoying the Swedish beach volleyball team dancing. And we were having, and I was there for three, three and a half weeks, which again, you can't do in a day job, but when is your friend going to compete at the Olympics? I'm going. Yeah. And they were all entrepreneurs. And so it was a really good vibe. We had the uh, British Olympic team, all the coaches we were hanging out with. Went uh, what the, they were? What was their sport? It was Olympic weightlifting, which is a technical sport, but great fun to watch. Yes, Oh, and I saw Usain Bolt. That was fabulous. Yes. Yes. At at the peak of his powers. The peak of his powers. Yeah, absolutely. And this is the fun thing
0: because many people who want to, who haven't achieved everything, particularly in property, in order to do something like that, it has to go on the credit card.
1: Yeah. Which
0: means that when you come home, you're still paying for this but this this the the financial freedom that property gives you means that this is a written off expense you know the cost dies with the whole holiday when you get back off the plane it's gone you're on to the next thing and you came straight back
1: to do some more work yeah rejuvenated and inspired can you imagine that all the athletes I met so much fun so much fun absolutely and
0: have you any inkling of just how many people have you know you've taught on either in-house masterclasses because i know that you used to do every two weeks in bristol there was a masterclass of some description going on at some point wasn't there yeah, yeah. and and have you any inkling how many people pass through your doors
1: Yes, well, I have the broader inkling of live and online. And so we're in the many, many thousands now yes. of live and online. But uh, when I was teaching live, which I loved doing, it was very enjoyable, I kept it quite quality. So I, I never did large classrooms because I wanted to be very clear and understand who each individual person was. So it'll be, it'll be a couple of thousand over a 10-year period. Um, yeah, yeah, and the fun thing about that is
0: it just proves that you know because here we are talking about what financial freedom does for you but you have to earn that financial freedom by putting the time and the effort in yes. and by you saying that number of people through your doors gave yes. you a big enough group to actually work with either to sell your deals through to do jv's with or to find investment yeah. that's what's so very frustrating as a property solopreneur is that you realize you won't be able to do it quite as fast as you because you had a team but you actually have to do the boring bits, which is go and find the people to begin with, to
1: form the relationships, which then become the fun time. I I once had the cutest moment when I employed quite a a, a relatively young lad in his early 20s and gave him some tasks. And he looked forlorn at the end of the first day. And And I said, um, are you okay? And he said, um, Suzanne, I really thought that I'd be doing what you're doing. And the cute thing about it was I can't remember the lad's name, but I was like, sweetheart. I have done the most, I don't want to put anybody off, but I have done admin all day long. I've done almost precisely the same task you've done all day long. You know, mortgage admin, financial admin. I don't always do the sexy stuff. And he just thought the property developing was super sexy. No, it can be. It's great fun getting deals. It's great fun working with builders. It's beautiful turning a knackered old property into a great property. It's amazing earning a hundred. A week past Friday, I earned 95 grand. Nice. So, you know, I did a flip, no big deal. Uh, So it's great fun doing all of that kind of stuff. But so much of it is grind. And you've got to sort of embrace that, knowing it might not last forever, but it is going to be great. You're going to grind through for a few years. You can't do it skating on the
0: surface. No, and that is very much the the message, isn't it? I mean, yes, you've achieved financial freedom and so many people do through, through property. But at some point, the work's got to be put in. And it's usually in the early days when everything almost has to take second best so that you can be there for whatever happens.
1: And there's a real dislocation between time and money. So I'm in a dislocated period right now between time and money. I do very little time work and the money is superb. But in the early days, in it. isn't the dislocation the other way around. You put enormous amounts of time in and there's very little money coming back out to you because it's a delayed gratification business. You put all the work in, in the early days, and then the money comes out once the assets are built. So in the early days, you have to, especially if you're used to getting a salary, you have to almost dislocate that relationship link and say, I'm going to grind, I'm going to graft, but I'm certainly not going to be having the same salary coming in as a corporate person. Because that will come later and it will be much more significant than it would have been. But there are going to be a period of years where I'm eating sandwiches, you know, beans on toast, Kit Kats, if you're lucky. And, yes. and then it comes out again. So there's a dislocation each end of the equation of yes, yes. money. But it all starts with that dream. Oh, yes. Where and- do you want to be? What do you want to achieve? yes and having a broader vision dream which then gets detailed down into kpis key performance indicators exactly what you need to do numbers wise but but if i hadn't had that broad dream a flat in barcelona which i saw every single day as i got dressed i might not have woken up on my birthday and gone oh, i think i'm going to buy myself one today absolutely so
0: you know and and it isn't just about having the freedom to buy more property it is at the moment as you say The chance to fly backwards and forwards, to see friends, to see your parents, to deal with anything that's going on in England. Basically, it's what am I doing for the next few months? It's what you want it to be because the cost isn't an issue
1: no it's relatively irrelevant so it's all about creating the the life that I want which might not be somebody else's life but the life that I want which is really important to me which is not put on the back burner after I've done a full-time day job it's front and center so So you
0: are really this whole financial freedom is a lovely easy little phrase but what it really means is that you
1: have the capability to live the life you want in the now in the now after a short period of a number of years of delayed gratification yes but don't get too addicted to delayed gratification and that Oh, um, I joke about it because I'm from Glasgow even though I've got an English accent that's Scottish Presbyterianism you know there is a point where you need to kind of bring it back in but yes uh, delay things for a small period of time and then you are living in the now for the rest of your life so it's a super exciting industry to be in
0: And your now is not when you're 65 and unable to move and starting to draw your pension. It's when you're young enough to enjoy it and you want to
1: have fun. Yes. And I'm having a heck of a lot of fun because of property. So, yes, I think we're really I hope we're delivering, not delivering a message, but showing that you do have to work hard. It won't happen overnight if you don't put the work in, you know, all of those things. But at the same time, the reality of financial freedom, the reality of being freed from a life of corporate, having to go into a day job, having to ask for your holidays off, being tied your hands to money is completely real and achievable in property. I'd encourage everybody to get into it, but also to work really hard for a few years. Absolutely. Thank you very much
0: for sharing that with us. Because I think knowing that any one of us can do this, what it takes is a paper and pencil and daring to write down what that dream is then working out how you can do it in property and then delivering it and not being you know being made your inner self knowing that other people can't go you can't do that well you can all the time time. absolutely you can do it because all around us and you're an example you can do it they did it why not me why not her why not him you know, so that's fantastic. Thank you so much. Now, I know your YouTube items are still up there. Where will people find you on YouTube?
1: Ah, there is a classically named, it's Susanna Cole, The Good Property Company YouTube. We've had over a million views. There are over a thousand videos and I'll keep adding to them. And then also on the website, thegoodpropertycompany.co.uk. I do put out a lot of free stuff for people. I like to do a bit of thank you back to the community. So there's a lot to download for you guys. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Susanna. I know we're going to talk again because there are lots
0: of little tiny bits of property that I know will be so valuable to my listeners to hear. So we'll speak again. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me and good luck, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Property Solopreneur podcast with Rachel Troughton. If you want to create a professional and profitable property business, download my property business checklist now at racheltroughton.com slash checklist.